I'm Megan Van Petten, founder of the Esports Trade Association and host of the Esports Connected podcast. I am inspired to share key tidbits from several interviews conducted with industry influencers over the three-day span of our Esports Next conference. To be able to celebrate and learn from those who are shaping our community is such an honor. Press play and let the waterfall of knowledge wash over you as it did for me. Enjoy. Welcome to Esports Connected. I am still your host, Megan Van Petten, and here we are live at the Esports Trade Association, our first annual conference in Chicago with the Fireside Chat. I, I am so honored. This has been my guest of the day. I, we, you, I know you guys have all waited all day for this. Bruce Stein, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. It was a fun Fireside Chat. They even had a little fire flickering behind us. Wasn't that a great element? It's great, great tool. It was a digital fire and it was on purpose. <laughs> it's great. What a way to what a way to you know end our show. Thank you. We we are just delighted that you came here. You are um, you know so so generous to come all the way. Um, it's a great industry. I love being part of it. So it was, it was worth coming here. And you've done a great job. Thank you so much. Thank you. Well, you know, want to talk a little bit about your experience? What did you think of the show? You know, I think there's a need for people that are in a new industry, an emerging industry, and still early in its time, to be able to get together and share experiences, things that are working, things that aren't, so that you don't have the same kind of stutter steps you would if you were isolated. Right. And certainly with COVID, it made it even more pronounced. So I think it's fabulous that you guys put this together. I don't, is there another one like it? I don't know, really. But Not that I know yeah, of. But we are the Esports Trade Association. I think it is a remarkable idea um, because of the nature of the different industries that I've seen here. Right? So if you were in your office just working away, you wouldn't get the exposure to people who are in esports, who are in publishing, who are in transactions, who are in all of the components of um, the industry and, and have a chance to kind of share notes. And, you know, when I started, we would, people would say, well, what inning are we in? And I would, because I have a lot of traditional sports owners in our group. They'd say, well, I think they just sang the national anthem. And, and now I think we're second or third in. Um, but, you know, that has changed the complexion of the investor base. It's changed the complexion of um, team ownership and how people are committed to it. Um, but I also think that there's a, a bit of a misunderstanding on what esports is, because at least as I view it, um, I see it as a culture change. I see it as a generational change, something that this generation will own. And it has competition, but it has so much more than that in the social component to it. And the ability to put fantasy as you would in fiction. So content creators that are here get a chance to hear perspectives that I don't think they would get if they were just surrounding themselves with other content creators. Right, right. Thank you. You know, I'm, I, I, I totally, I, I totally agree with you. <laughs> Brilliant. You know, and a, and a great oversight view that you have. 
Yeah, you know, the, um, I, I like to find industries that have strong, exogenous tailwinds. Yeah. Right? So, you know, when I was in the toy business, birth rates worked for you. Yeah. Um, it also worked for you that even when there was inflation and the economy was turning down, that parents would be willing to not deprive their kids of anything. Right. So they were always, there was always some resilience to exogenous variables. Um, in this case, you have both a technology tailwind and a demographic tailwind. Um, and you've yet to commercialize some of the largest audience segments, like women, like minorities, where you can do specialized type of content and gaming that doesn't exist. I think TikTok is a great example. It is. That is a great example. Because, it, you know, TikTok is a gaming component. And, you know, uh, is it a content platform or is it a gaming platform with content? Right. And look at, you know, Quibi was a content platform with the best talent in the industry and it is defunct. But TikTok is worth $60 billion. Why? Because it's tailored in its consumption format and the way they interact with it to the audience. Mm-hmm. And that's when I think you start to make huge leaps, when other media formats authentically start to adjust. Right. Well, agree. I agree. Well, thank you for coming home to Sweet Home Chicago. It's It's been a pleasure. Bruce Stein, Thank thank you very much.